Hello everyone, my name is Jen Torres and I am a God, and so are you. Like many of you, I was raised to believe that if I just prayed hard enough, God would save me. As it turns out, that was actually true. I saved me. At the age of 15, I became pregnant with a beautiful baby girl who dropped in just in time to save my miserable life. This was my first awakening. This podcast is about all of the words and listening to those words to begin to envision what is possible. Because sometimes, as individuals, we feel we need to know everything, have it all together and be everything all of the time. But that's why we live in a world filled with other people. Each person holds a piece of the puzzle. It's about being open to new information, new ideas, and new perspectives. We're going to talk about all of the topics surrounding what it takes for you to step into your God Goddess. Journey with me as we uncover all things living self-actualized and in your inherent divine God state. This podcast is about doing whatever it takes to develop and nourish the God in you. Today is a super special podcast because I get to have on Don Delvecchio. So Don Delvecchio is a powerhouse for more than 37 years. She has studied goddess lore, facilitated ceremonies, offered intuitive guidance, spiritual counseling, tarot, and astrology readings. She's also the founder of the Return of the Priestess series, which if you haven't heard of the Return of the Priestess, we're going to talk more about that in this episode. It is an awesome series to check out. She also has the private community for the people of the Return of the Priestess, which has over 2,000 members currently on phase three of Return of the Priestess. And she's also the lineage bearer of the Mother Spirit Priestess line, which we'll also get into. It was a beautiful coven that I was part of back in 2020 that she has. So in addition to the Return of the Priestess and Mother Spirit mentorship, Dawn hosts retreats and online courses for women who are called to the path of sacred feminine leadership. She also holds a bachelor's degree in women's studies and a master's degree in shamanic intuitional practices and is the number one Amazon bestselling author of the book, Spirit, Mind, and Money. So Don Delvecchio, she is a powerhouse, like I mentioned, for sacred feminine leaders across the planet. And she really does teach the skills for this sacred feminine leadership. Really with Don, and you will see this and hear this in the podcast episode, but she really truly has this way with words. She is able to express audibly her depth of knowledge in women's histories, women's spirituality, goddess lore. Like I mentioned, she's amazing, you guys. And I'm just super excited to have her on the show. So without further ado, this is the interview with Don Delvecchio. Welcome to the She's a God podcast, Don Delvecchio. Thank you, Jen. I'm so glad to be here with you today. And I'm really excited about what you're up to here with this beautiful podcast. Oh my gosh. It's an honor to have you on. I really just was reflecting back on how we met, which was 
way back in 2020 in your beautiful mother spirit coven really is like a 12 month sort of coven where these women get together and we just learned so much within that container. And I personally took so many things out of that. We journeyed, we learned how to lead sacred circle. We learned how to create sacred space. We celebrated the wheel of the year together. We learned about the witch moon, uh, the significance of the blood and We talked so much about sovereignty, which was so important at that time, especially in 2020 with everything that was happening. And so for me, it was just like having you on was just like, absolutely. Like we need to have Donna on so we can dive deep into all of the things that you do for the community and for the collective. So thank you so much for being on today. Oh, thank you. Thank you for those kind words. Yeah, it was, it is a pleasure to journey with sisters, actually 13 moons, through through the wheel of the year and to dive deep into what I call uh, the skills for sacred feminine leadership. So really uh, preparing us to walk in the world as holy vessels of, of sacred leadership, of feminine ray energy, not to the exclusion of masculine, but rather to really embody our power from that feminine energy. Mm-hmm. And I thought that so much of this was just right on for the rise of everything that we see happening with the divine feminine around the world. And honestly, even, you know, random social media, I feel like the word, you know, witch has gotten like really popular and and people talking a lot about that. And so I really wanted to ask you to maybe bring some of this beautiful knowledge that you have to the listenership around what it actually means to be a priestess and what it actually means to be a witch and like how do those two things come together what do what do they mean what do they actually mean yeah i love this question and i was i've been very excited to talk about this um because it's not believe it or not it's not something that i'm often asked about okay so the word witch actually comes from i think it might be gaelic i'm not sure the origins it comes from the word wick w i c c e to which means to bend or shape and I learned that, you know, I, my journey began in 1984, so a long time ago. Uh, and back in at that time, there were there was a group of us who got together. We all had home births, and we started a mother support group. That eventually, my joke is what I say is we ended up being a coven of witches dancing under the moon, which isn't exactly true, but it's pretty close. And we were reclaiming the word witch after. A couple hundred years of the Inquisition in Europe and the coda of which happened in the United States, where women and girls and men were being burned at the stake, drowned, dragged and quartered, tor- tortured, have their property stolen, etc., under the accusation of witch. So back in the 80s and the 90s, this word witch, at least in my walking through life, was really about reclaiming the feminine power, the medicine woman, the midwife, the herbalist, the the one who owned her own power. Now, as things moved along and 
and shifted, I really started to connect more with what I would call the sacred feminine leader or priestess. And they're not necessarily different, although they can be. Like you could you could say that a priestess has some of the skills we would think of as a, a, a that a, a witch has, a woman who owns her power, a woman who has who conducts or participates in sacred rites, who honors the earth, who honors the divine as feminine and masculine, not just a dude with a white beard floating on a cloud. Uh, we could say that that the, in those ways, as examples, the, the witch, the identifier of witch and the identifier of priestess are similar. But I would argue now in retrospect, reflecting that a witch or a wise woman or a a woman of the earth might not necessarily identify herself as a priestess. To me, a priestess is a woman who is a sacred feminine leader. She has some skills in spiritual leadership. Just like we think of a priest, right? A priest has a role, spiritual guidance, comfort, support, knows how to hold the rights for certain rites of passage, etc. Whereas I think of as the witch, as someone who may have a certain skill set or skill sets, again, midwife, medicine woman, herbalist, for example, can maybe lead ceremonies as well, but doesn't necessarily want to carry the mantle of priestess. And that's just me. That's how I'm seeing it. So I'm not saying I have a corner on the market of it at all. That's my experience in my journey in life. And as a, a, a witch, we could say a, a woman identified with the word witch in my younger years, when Mother Spirit, the original six women who started the Mother Spirit Circle began, we initiated ourselves as priestesses in a coven, if that makes sense. So I don't think we have clear delineated definitions. One thing, though, I want to speak into here before I stop, and we'll, we'll explore this more, uh, I'm interested in what you have to say is that I have noticed that witch is coming back again in a good way, but also in a negative way. I've heard people who are, whom I would otherwise respect referring to bad people as witches. And so I want to say, again, just to raise up that nomenclature, if you will, that the, the word witch comes from wick, to meet, which means to bend or shape, and that the concept of magic in a witch's coven is to change consciousness at will. Uh, so the idea of doing ceremony and altering one's state of being in order to shift into alignment with what it is we want to call in, create, etc. That got demonized literally by the Catholic Church during the early Renaissance to say that witches were cavorting with the devil and those who and then deserved the punishment and of course the punishment was perpetrated by church elders who were very demonically possessed so once again you know pointing the finger and blaming someone else for what they were doing so there's been a lot of blurry area for myself personally now i identify more as priestess and i came up as a witch to prepare myself for my queen years as a, as a priestess leader. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> yes. And that was all that I hoped it to be because I personally just, you know, friends of mine and people who I, I know, I mean, that word, it just gets tossed around a lot. So as it gets tossed around a lot, it's nice to have a reference point. And with your history and the things that you've learned and done in your life, and I included all of that in the bio, it just 
so much of what I got from your wealth of knowledge and women's, you know, history and her story, as you taught us, so much of what you have taught, you taught us in Mother Spirit was so potent, so much information based off of women's history and what it all means to be in this, I guess you could say culture or a goddess lore, like you like to say. And so just having that from you, I really wanted to include that in part of this as part of this, um, this interview and this conversation, uh, to give that to the women so they can kind of get a a deeper sense of like, what is this actually? I do identify with this. I understand that I, my body energetically connects to these lineages of what this actually means to my soul. But a lot of times they don't know where to go for what does this actually mean? And so just you having so much um, history of understanding what this is, it just, I had to ask that question. And I wanted to know as well, like how you even got to doing priestess work. I know that you started off in mother spirit with those small group of women and giving home births and all of the things, but what was your journey like from, like you mentioned, sort of the younger witch to the priestess? Oh, great question. This is a pretty interesting story. Maybe, maybe it'll be interesting to you. Maybe it won't. But so, um, so after my early years with Mother Spirit, and we all went our separate ways, I moved to New Mexico from the East Coast. And um, I got involved in the warrior energy. I, I met a man who was a martial artist, and I, I've been an athlete all my life. So I started doing uh, what's called Muay Thai kickboxing. It's a national sport of Thailand. And I got very involved in that, in the physical fitness the strength. You know, I was young still. I was in my late 20s, early 30s and mid 30s, late 30s. But I always, it's interesting because I, by then I had done many years as a tarot reader. uh, So I still always would have women's circles, like with my female students from time to time. At that time, I was helping women to empower themselves. That's been one of my phrases in life. I can't empower someone else. I can help them empower themselves uh, based on my knowledge, skills, tools, whatever. So I was helping them empower themselves for those women who wanted to be able to defend themselves physically and master their physical body through through the the mind, through the self-mastery of the body with discipline. Um, But I would always have like, from time to time, I'd say, hey, let's have a women's gathering and I'm going to bring my tarot cards and we'd have a little circle and stuff like that. So that was a 12 plus year diversion. And then I moved overseas and I became a writer, which is what I, my next dream was, was to be a writer. And most of that stuff stayed on the sidelines. Came back to the United States, started developing, getting training to be a, a business coach. Cause I had long story. I worked with Mind Valley. I was a copywriter. I have a lot of uh, internet marketing background as well after the writing segment. And um, I got invited to speak at a conference in Bali called the Awakened Woman Conference. And I went there and I already felt like, like a fluttering inside me, like I was off. I knew I was off track with what I was doing. It's just that I was trying to make a living doing something and it wasn't quite gelling. And when I got to the conference, there were all these women walking around talking about how they were priestesses. And it was almost painful to me because some of them were successful being a priestess. And I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Nobody ever told me you could do that. And some of them were definitely doing the lifestyle look. And I say this about the word goddess too. We see, you know, like goddess makeup and goddess this. Hey, goddess is divine feminine energy. This is not uh, something like you go, well, I've got, you know, I, I bought the 
goddess ensemble or something where it's it's superficial. So I felt there was a combination of very experienced women who were successful priestesses and women who were claiming to be priestesses who had done not an iota of shadow work yet. And I really felt Divine Mother very much coming through at that point saying, we need you now. You've been doing this for decades. Why are you still hiding? So that led to a couple of years of me really coming back out into spiritual leadership having workshops at my house, having ceremonies at my home. I've had, I had several retreats, a couple in Sedona where I was living at the time and a a couple in Thailand, just basically coming, coming into my own leadership. And then I got the download. I got uh, the words return of the priestess. So since I had been an internet marketing person, I bought the URL as one does (laughs) and I sat on it, but I knew what it was. I knew it was a summit and I was so intimidated because I didn't have an email list. I didn't I knew that that was the key to really launching my sacred assignment, my soul's mission. But I was intimidated too. So anyway, Magic and Miracles came in to support me in doing that. And wouldn't you know, it rolled out right when the whole world locked down. And so the 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 response to that first summit the amount of attendance, the amount of money we raised for charity was, it blew my mind. And of course that built my list, which has allowed me to be a a priestess in service. That's what supports me is I do priestess work in a variety of ways. Yeah. So, so that's, that's kind of the journey. I hope that wasn't too wordy. That was perfect. And I love when people tell us their stories like this, because I think it gives the listenership a chance to like resonate with that, you know, and it's when you hear that, when you hear how people got from where they were to where they are now, so many people can relate to that and just be like, oh my gosh, like I remember when I felt that goddess call from within me too. And like, that was that moment for me that I had to fully step into my, you know, what I know I'm here to actually do in my life. So that's, thank you so much for sharing that. And I, the, the return of the priestess has been such a huge part of my life. Like this is a very powerful for those listening. This is a very incredibly powerful series called the return of the priestess. And if you don't mind, can you just explain a little bit more about what exactly the return of the priestess is? Yeah. So the return of the priestess follows pretty much a standard, what you'd call a summit format. I interview about 30 women and uh, from all over the world. And my objective is always to get 30-ish sacred women doing sacred feminine work of some kind in six of the seven continents. So I don't aim for Antarctica. (laughs) And, you know, so it's diversity and inclusion, of course, is important. and, And that was a value of mine from back in my women's studies days. So that was always important is to get the voices of different women doing different sacred feminine work. And um, I have it in the springtime, although this coming year, 2023, it might be a little bit later just because of my own plans and stuff. But uh, we also, I give away 50% of, what is it? Not the gross, the net, because you can't, in the United States, you can't have tax write-offs anymore unless it's like $25,000 or something ridiculous. So I give away 50% of the net 
to a vetted charitable cause that I personally vet, that I know is a cause that whoever has started it up, they bootstrapped it and they're working it. It's not something to pay top heavy executives or anything like that. So these are small um, charitable organizations that usually have a hard time getting any kind of funding. So we've been able to give away $8,000 the first year, the second year, $7,000 the third year to charitable organization in Thailand, in Trinidad, and South Africa, respectively, in those three years. And I have incredible diversity on there, diversity of, of service, of values, of opinions, of guidance, transformational experiences within the interview series so that women will find what they want, you know, whether you're into womb stuff or you're into leadership or you're into um, tarot or archetypes. There's I, I do my best to get that diversity and inclusion of many different experiences and many different wisdom um, threads, let's say, into the summit each year. Mm-hmm. And yeah, for those listening, if you guys don't know what the Return of the Priestess is, I'm going to link it below in the show notes because it is just an amazing, powerful like thing to include yourself in, in order to just get access to like all of these beautiful women who are leading in their spiritual essence. So can you tell us what does it mean that the priestesses are returning and why is this happening now? Oh, great question. Yes. Divine mother is awakening on the planet. Divine mother is the energetic, the ray of that, which we would call God. That is the feminine aspect. We have lived so long out of balance in, you could call it the left brain. You could call it rationality. You could call it hierarchy, the dominance of the masculine over the feminine, whatever you call it. It has been a denigration of the feminine, both in terms of the earth, Gaia herself, the female body and the feminine ray, which is the receptive, the creative, the connective, the, the intuitive energy. It is awakening within women and in men at this time. And our Feelings are the key to accessing and opening the door to our greater potential as divine children of the one creator. And so that goddess energy coming in is being brought through by the priestesses, the, the, the sacred feminine leaders who are holding the field as conduits for this ray of energy and also midwives, energetic midwives for this birthing of this new humanity this new earth right now. So it really is essential for women who identify with the sacred feminine to come into our power through doing our shadow work, through forgiveness, through through the recognition of the value of what we are bringing, why we chose female bodies. And for those who are called to really step into the training of a priestess sufficiently to be able to hold that field, that to, to, to literally anchor that frequency on the earth, wherever they sit, stand and interact on the planet. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you so much for that. And I feel that we have all been feeling it like happening. And I mean, this is like women who I never would have thought would be interested in understanding more about what it means to like be in the divine feminine energy and what it means to have the masculine energy within us all. And it's just running rapid now. It's like everyone is sort of like, what is this energy and how do I implement it more in my life? So thank you so much for that explanation. And what 
right now are you just feeling feeling like so full about like what are you excited about right now what is lighting you up oh there's a there's a bunch of things i love this well here in the southwest the rains are completing and so the wildflowers are everywhere so you know making flower essences and herbal medicines and eating the flowers that's filling me really right now um there's a few other things though on the horizon one is, or, or that are actually already happening, I do have a Return of the Priestess private community. So I was really getting the call to get off of mainstream social media. It is a place of such, it's just, it's the 3D matrix energy. So while I do have a, a Return of the Priestess Facebook page, that's pretty much it. Um, so my community is a place where we gather for live streams, we gather for workshops, I interview the speakers, we have a little marketplace. That is the place where we can can come together and really connect with each other. And then I will be launching Mother Spirit again later this year. So I took a little pause to up the, the content a little. So once that rolls out, that'll be a, another small group of sisters journeying for 13 moons through this mentorship program to initiate as priestesses. And so that is a, you know, that's a rich, rich program, as you know, Jen, where you build lifetime sisterhood connections and the skills to literally step in the world as a priestess. So those are those are what are filling me and exciting me. And I guess the one other thing is that I'm finally going to get to go back to Southeast Asia where I really I've spent so much time in my life and um I'm I'm talking with interviewing several women about doing one-on-one -on -one, uh VIP work. It looks like I have one slot left. So really excited for sisters who love that adventure, who are willing to go you know, to a beautiful tropical place and, and go dive deep and do one-on-one -on -one healing work. So those are all the things. And my temple here on my land, I have my temple on my land. So I sit there every day with the mothers. Um, yeah, I could go on, but th those are the main things. What right now for anybody interested in the return of the priestess, are they waiting for it to come back out again? Is there some place they can go to access it now? Sure. Yeah. Actually, you can access Return of the Priestess 3 by going to returnofthepriestess.com. You can go to, you could, but you can get, in fact, I may do a little Christmas bundle. I'm not sure. Uh, you can access Return of the Priestess 1 and 2 by going to my website, dondelvecchio.com. I forget what tab it's under. It's probably under programs or something like that. And you can get those and they're very affordable. I don't charge a lot for them. And they, they're, they're, they're things that will last you a lifetime because there's such incredible wisdom from the speakers there. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. And I just, I'm so grateful to you. Thank you for the space that you hold for the women in the spiritual community. And mother spirit was just everything for me. And it helped me to build such a base on top of, you know, the divine sacred energy that I am now. And without that base, without that structure, you build on, on rotting foundation, honestly. And so really for me, mother spirit was that it was really that, that very beautiful energy where I was able to sort of build a strong foundation before fully stepping into what I knew I would be doing, which is working with the divine feminine in the work that I do. So I just have so much gratitude for you. And thank you so much for coming on my show. Um, and I will be linking everything below for everything that you do. Thank you so much, Jen. And it is really, it is a joy to see you take that foundational material and now rise in your own priestess leadership. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.